they are back. Out of the darkness cometh light. Welcome to the new look ENS Wolves podcast with Joe Edwards, Rosie Swarbrick, Steve Bull, and your host, Nathan Judah. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 139. That's 139. It's the ENS Wolves podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I'm here with my two favorite Express and Star Wolves reporters. Also, the only two Express and Star Wars reporters in the building. It's it's Miss Rosie Swarbrick and and Mr. Joe Edwards. A slightly worse for wear, Mr. Joe Edwards, as he's just revealed minutes before we went on air. Uh, Joe, uh, what what went on? I've never seen you in this state before. You look dishevelled. You don't look like your normal, uh, prim and proper self. Explain to the peeps. Uh, I basically just drank a lot of alcohol uh, last night <laughs> and va- varied alcohol. Uh, the 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 classic schoolboy era, mm. uh, you'd say. Uh, just, uh, me and me, and my brother, and he, a lot of lot of his mates. Uh, we play football every Wednesday in the sports hall. Play in inverted commas there. Yeah, um, and you know every Christmas, you know, it's an excuse to to go and have a, have a few drinks. I started off. At, I had a Guinness. Then I had Do you a, like Guinness? Oh, I like a Guinness. I like a Guinness. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, nice. It's but good one. only do one or two, though. Yeah, thick. Two, two, yeah, two thick. Thick and creamy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Line your stomach, though, so you can throw up afterwards. <laughs> you know, like, you can get six pints deep and be like, right, go to the toilet, tactical chunder and carry on. A tactical oh, chunder? Have you had a yeah. tactical chunder before? Loads of times. Have you? Yeah, you just go How'd you? Like, like, just go. I've never, I, I don't think I could do it. it. That, no. I, I, I usually can't once once it's once it's out. I'm out. I'm out for the count. Now. That could be. That could yeah. be. That could be. A episode one three nine. The, the headline: <laughs> Tactical Chunder question mark. Yeah. All these. All these incredible um, use of words and plays and words by all the other. All the other. All the other <laughs> podcasts. And we're like tactical chunder <laughs> question mark. <laughs> Excellent. That's no, what my dad taught me. He was a rugby player, and so he was like, when he used to go on nights out, he was like, when I was when I was like eighteen, he was like, right, okay, you can have six pints. Throw it up and then carry on. Oh, and I was like, and smokes. he's like, just you know, take some mints and when, then carry on, and then it doesn't hit you like that. When's, that, when's our Christmas party? Did we, we say the Christmas podcast? I, don't, I, don't, I think we've got one. Haven't we? So we haven't so got so one. Apparently, there was apparently there was a, some kind of sports Christmas party that happened. You got invited. Yeah, I didn't go. Swarms, we're still waiting for our invites, aren't we? I don't know. I, I just, I don't <laughs> think we haven't had an invite. I think we need to have, we need to have our own, our own one. We'll have our own <laughs> Christmas party. Um, and then, yeah, when you said you went to Korea House afterwards. Yeah, oh, so I had like Guinness, then a bit of a, just a you know a classic Stella or a Carlin, I think it was. Oh, and then Carling's the worst um, of the worst. Jack Daniel's honey and lemonade. That was quite nice. Oh, was what? it? That sounds quite. Yeah, it's quite what, after a Guinness and a, and a, and a Carling. Well, well, yeah, and then then. And if that weren't enough, then I was I was being you know in touch with my feminine side and having uh, the the uh, palm of Ireland's gin and lemonade. Oh, that's minging. F- flute complete as well. Oh man, um, you're asking for trouble with all these mixing. Why why, why uh, are you mixing and, and so then, much? And then I had a lamb rag and Josh from the uh, curry house just to oh, top it all off. Did yeah. Complete with cayman and pilo rice. Oh mate, on a school night as well. On a school night, yeah. What? what? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was saying to Swarbs as well. Like, I, fe- I fell asleep fully clouded. <laughs> that's a good night though. <laughs> no, the, good night, no, the good night is when you're completely stark as you were. That's when you Yeah. <laughs> and the bird next to you is gone and you're like, oh crap. 
Don't um, call them birds, Nathan. Oh, you can't. can't sorry, sorry. The, sorry. the lady, the lady, the lady next to us, or, or, the or, lady gen- of the or, or, or gentleman. Um, yeah, I don't get. I don't get curry houses afterwards. No, it, it's one of those things. I think when I went to uni and people started saying, "Oh, we go to a curry house after," and I was like, "After? Like what? You go to a takeaway, you order cheesy chips, or you order a pizza at a stretch. P- pizza, yeah. the missus likes pizza. Chicken yeah. nuggets, sometimes donna, a donna mm, kebab." Mm, mm. Ah, uh, yeah, just like a quid for a, a like a quid. Where, where were you Donna. living? Lancaster, innit? It's all right. It's Is all it? right. I'm like, quid for Donna. Quid for Don. Just Donna me mm. in a box right, and some okay. mayonnaise, and then I was like, right. I was going to say you just get your protein there, but then you let it down with mayonnaise. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a bit minging, but that's when I'm drunk. That's all I want when I'm drunk. I tell so, you what you know. was minging. Uh, Jan Vertonghen's uh, last-minute goal. On Sunday, um, we, we kind of talked about it a little bit um, in, in the Facebook Live that we did on on Monday. But just to just to kind of recap um, the thoughts of that game, it was probably the most enjoyable defeat I've seen um, um, ever. Really, I, I don't think I think interviewing a lot of the players, or oh, sorry, uh, fans after the game, they were all pretty positive, um, even though they, they'd come away with nothing. What were your thoughts of the game and, and the way it, the way it panned out? Uh, on said night out last night, um, I was speaking to a Spurs fan. Uh, one, one of the lads, a Spurs fan, he was ever so complimentary about Wolves, and and that he's just a like he's still a long line of people that have been on the back of Sunday's game, and um, I think the the way that Wolves were on the front foot and trying to to win the game, not settling for a draw when they'd got one. I mean, it was ultimately to the detriment in the end, possibly chasing it a bit too much, but. Yeah, I think there was a lot to admire about Wolves' performance. And if they're anything like that at Norwich on Saturday, they could win four or five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's the test, isn't it? And we'll come on to Norwich uh, later on. We've got plenty of good stuff. Um, is that they need to keep that up and that and that style and, and um, that performance. And they can't go to Norwich and be substandard and then find themselves 1-0 down early, 20 minutes with Carroll booming. But, but again, you know, I, I thought... I thought a lot of players were superb in that game. Of course, one in in particular, in Adama Traore, who didn't deserve to be on the losing side. I think I tweeted that out at, the, at this at the time. Look, he, we know he's performed um, better over the last few weeks, and that the the improvements are there for all to see. But was this kind of a an arrival moment for him? Do you feel this game? No, I think the whole season's been an arrival moment for him. I think the thing that we're seeing with Adama. The whole season that we've, we've everyone's been talking about is this consistency. He's consistently turning up, and I think after the heroics of Jota in midweek, sort of that rest that Adama had for the night off. You know, he wasn't on the bench. He just had to so get your feet up, relax, ready for this um, Sunday game. And he just absolutely it was like it was almost like he was like forget about Diogo. Yeah. It, it's me. Yeah. I'm the star of this mm-hmm. season. He sort of took the baton on. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I took away, really took away from Sunday's game, I think I was still like seething about it afterwards, was how disappointed I was in some of the tactics from Tottenham and especially England captain Harry Kane. They're just the way that he took out, they took out Triori and targeted him and Joe did a piece with Nuno. There were several sort of pieces after the game where we were all sort of sat there going, what now mm. do we do when teams like Tottenham, a team mm. of the standing of Tottenham Hotspur, mm. are coming to Wolves and they're making tactical plans to take out Traore that are using the dark arts. They're going for that sort of, and you know. crossing tactical chunder out. <laughs> dark arts is, the, is, is leading the way so far. No, but far. They're, going, they're going for dark arts. And for me, I think sometimes 
coming to the Premier League as an English woman, as someone who like has grown up watching England, you sit there and the England captain of Harry Kane shows that much disdain to the referee, the way he walked away. And just the way that he... It's one of those horror challenges. It, it's not a horror challenge. It's the way that they're coming in, flying in, with the rain chucking it down at Molyneux. Mm-hmm. He's going to get seriously injured. Unfortunately, um, I put a story out this morning on the Express and Star saying that, you know, Adama trained yesterday. It looks like he's going to be OK with his shoulder. But if teams carry on with these tactics... You know, we're not talking about a historic sort of Burnley physical side. We're talking about Tottenham Hotspur and Jose Mourinho actively making multiple players target Triore to stop him. And it's just how do we stop this? How does Nuno Espirito Santo stop this? Because there's no orange card. There's no I way, think somebody is Somebody said on Twitter, like kind of free strikes and you're out. So if, if two players are booked, then the third one, regardless mm. of, of the challenge, off kind of thing yeah. which, which, yeah, I, which I can yeah. kind of see yeah, working. I mean it's, it's, it's difficult because if mm. you know the, the first two are kind of horror tackles and then the third one's just a light trick but, but I think there might be something in that yeah I'd, yeah. I mean I think we can talk to death and I'm sure it's on, on for all the talk sites and we can talk about orange cards and talk about this end of the day I can't see it happening no. Any, no. sooner rather than no. later but I think what Nuno was alluding to in his post-match press conference is that referees have got to be wary of this and have got to book players straight away. First minute, mm-hmm. first three minutes, first five minutes, okay, left back, you've had a bad tackle there, you get booked straight away. Because there were a couple of moments where they could have quite easily, then all of a sudden they're on a booking for 85 minutes. And then let them try and make another challenge. I understand they're taking it turns and players are coming across. But when you've got the likes of Diogo Jota, Raul Jimenez there, it's going to create spaces for others. I mean, I think this is very much mm-hmm. um, similar to what the, the, the treatment that Jota's got um, last season mm-hmm. and, and a lot of players. And he got some stinking tackles. And, you know, maybe in the focus on Triore, Jota's probably looking at from the other side of the pitch going well thank god this is how it feels mate but um look look teams are going to do this they're going to target players they're going to target talent you know it's very frustrating i think end of the day it's up to the referees to clamp down on it and if they don't then 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 like you say this is what's going to happen is that a player's going to get a serious injury here that it's going to be the third or fourth tackle them in a game and all they're going to get is a booking yeah, exactly. And, and in terms of Adamo, said about his consistency all season. Mm-hmm. In terms of your question there, Nath, about his kind of you know arrival. I think in terms of on a national perspective, maybe you know the the, the Fairweather fans mm-hmm. really kind of took it took kind of attention of him. Everybody at Wolves knows yeah, what he's yeah, already yeah. done, yeah. but um, I think you know those that are following, say you know armchair fans of big clubs, are thinking. Blimey, this this kid's got something. Um, I think they were saying on Talksport, weren't they? That that I think Adrian Durham said he could get into any team in the league. I mean, I, I guess that's debatable, but um, I think he'd offered something to to most teams. To be honest, even if it's a, an impact sub, because there's no one out there like him, really. No, there isn't, and then the strength of him is just unbelievable. He, he, I mean, I think he is an incredible talent, and and arguably, arguably, the biggest asset. Wolves have got um, look I, I put I put a, a tweet out saying that he's probably added 50 million pounds to his value from the start of the season mm. now you, you look at that and some people said well, you, what have you been smoking and uh, probably more people from a farm maybe from a few clubs down the road however when you look at it and you look at the current market and and I think some pl- some people and, and quite a few Wolves fans at the start of this season if you were offered to get your money back for Adama Traore, maybe even take a two or three million pound less than the 80 million pound record they paid for him, they would have said, go and have him. 
like yeah. that. So if you're valuing them at like say mm. 10, 15 million pounds at the start of the season, I put a poll out saying if you were offered 60 million pounds, 60 million for Triori in January, do you take it? 88% say no. I mean, that is astonishing, yeah. but at the same time, I'm kind of with the nose. Yeah. I'm kind of with the nose. If yeah. someone came in, if Man City came in in January with 60 million pounds, and I think Wolves and, and Fosin, if they got the offer of £60 million, they would say no as well. Yeah. Uh, well, it's the age factor, isn't he? He's 23. Mm. He's 23. And that is, he, he, I, we've been on about it before, and you, you forget it sometimes with, with these players Neves, Jota, Traore. They're, 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 only, they're, they're in the infancy of the careers, mm. and they're, not, they're nowhere near the peak, really. Mm. I mean, mm. you know, they, they are fantastic, but. You, you got you got to think that the only way is up, especially with the with the coaching under Nuno. I think Nuno has got to get immense credit as well for the work he's done with Traore. He's, he's, he's completely transformed him um, from a player who had when he came in. I mean, I don't think it's a stretch to say that he had pretty much no end product. I mean, it, it, it was he, he was hitting it to the far post in hope, not expectation that anybody would get on the end of it. It's, Stick it to the far stick. He was given. He was given a free roll of medals, basically by Tony yeah. Pulis. It was basically passed to Adam and Traore. Uh, the rest of the team were pretty much lifeless and, and had no attacking prowess whatsoever. I can say that as a Borough fan <laughs> because I'm fuming. And uh, and he, he he could do what he wanted. You know, he could cut inside. He could go wide. You know, it was basically everything was coming through him, and no one really minded because he was the only real talent on the pitch. And and inconsistencies, yes, but if he had a, a good game in three or four, then people were happy. No, that's that's not going to be acceptable. No, no. If you have a good game. One in three or one in four, you're not going to be playing football uh, for Wolverhampton Wanderers. Well, that's, so that's pretty much Ivan Cavallero mm-hmm. uh, summed up, and he's out the door. Same with Helder Costa. You have one game, three and four. It's, it's not good enough. It doesn't cut the mustard. Well, I think it shows a lot, doesn't it? As well, the one sort of criticism we've had from Nuno about Traore were the other week he said he can improve. Yeah. He needs to have more goals for the game. Literally within the space of about a week or so, he's added a goal. Yeah. You know what? I mean? It's like that thing that shows. Yeah. I think we we sometimes we talk about the coaching abilities of Nuno, but it is so evident. There's an end product in the coaching or the way that he thinks when everyone's thinking Adama's brilliant and saying all this and he's like, hold on, wait. Yeah. He needs to have more goals to his game. And you sat there sometimes thinking, oh, well, oh really? Like, he's, yeah. he's brilliant. And then he's like, no, little thing. And then you see it in practice. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes Nuno brilliant. And that's what makes Traore a really special player in the fact that he seems to just absorb all mm-hmm. of this teaching. He's taking it on. Mm. He's making it his own. He's going, yeah, I do need to bring this as well. And he appreciates it and listens to him because, mm. of course, look at you. Look at the celebration. The first person he goes mm. to, he runs halfway across the pitch and goes and celebrates with Nuno and yeah. and and the, and the staff. It just shows how much it means to you. And it just it's great to see a club like that and to see a, a squad united like that. And you look at these and you look at this team and then you look at someone like Arsenal and the players and the body language and the hierarchy and and the general squad and the ages and, and Manchester United as well and you think goodness me I would rather be a Wolves fan um, supporting Wolves um, and with, with the short term future and the long term future as rosy as it is pardon the pun mm-hmm. um, rather than an Arsenal and Manchester United as it stands yeah definitely definitely. I mean Arsenal I mean they're, they're just a shambles at the moment I mean you talk about their team I mean they haven't got a defence at all pretty much um, you take all the Wolves' defence the only the only player that you take out of that Arsenal team I think is Aubameyang but would, I mean is that categorical Avraham Jimenez mm. the way he is I mean you, mm. you take him as an option but yeah Wolves 
I think now now's got what what he wants, and fingers crossed, there'll be a couple more in January as well. Great stuff. Um, look, we've listened to our verdict on on Spurs and Traore. Um, uh, let's listen to the legends' verdict. Uh, I went to go and see Bully, um, and he was his usual beautiful self. Um, few questions for him, few funny questions, a little bit of dear Bully section, and here is the living legend himself. Bully, it's been a while. We've missed you. You're back. You're back on the podcast. Delighted for you to to join us today uh, before we've got uh, questions for our for our dear bully segment yep. um spurs i mean obviously you were at the game yeah i was yes yes okay didn't didn't end great but at the same time what a pleasure to watch it was unbelievable to be fair you know i think uh, i've known all, all through my career that uh, uh you can play absolutely shocking and win one nil yeah. and you can play on off the park and lose and uh, that's what we did and uh, I was speaking to Clive Allen in the box, uh, the old, old striker who used to play for Spurs, and he says it was like daylight robbery. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've come, they've took the goods and gone back. And you know, I mean, if it was if we did that, you'd take it all day long. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of them things. But um, the positive point out was how we played. I think we played them off the park. Mm-hmm. To be fair, you know, in the second half, especially, I couldn't even, I couldn't even have a kick of the ball. And um, and how many people tried to fell. Uh, try always unbelievable they all took it in turns to say I'll yeah. take a card I'll take a card which was a bit unfair but if you're going to play dirty sometimes to win the game you have to do it yeah absolutely uh, like you say you know if a boot was on the other foot you wouldn't mind so much but talking about trial you, you touched on him there amazing change in, <laughs> in his confidence in his demeanour in, in, in his is um, his form over ninety minutes? I mean, he's the main man now, isn't he? Almost he is. To be fair, and the crowd are absolutely loving him. You know, I think as soon as he gets the ball, or they want him to get the ball, uh, because the players are, uh, are probably scared of him. You know, I mean, I think as soon as he gets the ball, there's three around him, and thinking, well, where they come from, to stop him playing. But uh, yeah, he's absolutely scary at the moment, and I think he's probably had a one to one with Nuno or the coaching staff and whatever, and says, listen, just you know, I mean, you're going hundred miles an hour through the game, but. Just stop for a split second yeah. and have a think what you're doing. And yeah. he's doing that now. And uh, the goal, it, it's, it, it was well deserved. I thought the goal was on the, against Tottenham was absolutely unbelievable. You talk, people talk about Spurs and obviously a losing Champions League finalists last year. Um, and Jose afterwards spoke about Wolves glowingly and said, Look, that he, he, he says Wolves are in the same as, as mentioned in the same breath as, as Spurs themselves, mm. as Chelsea, as Arsenal. I mean, that's fantastic, isn't it, really? <laughs> it is. Usually it's, uh, oh, they're down the bottom four again. They're getting relegated. <laughs> we need to win two more before we save and this and whatever. And now, you know, and I think, uh, like I said in the Express of Star uh, last week, that uh, we ain't frightened of anybody now. Hmm. You know what I mean? Before I used to think, well, oh, dodgy team. We don't usually play well against them. I don't even think that now because I, I think the mentality of the players... Uh, probably because they're not uh, all English mm. uh, are just focusing on every game that comes and they don't think oh it's Brighton they're down there oh it's uh, Crystal Palace it's Burnley they're down there they just think we can get these three points here today we want these three points and that's what they're thinking yeah I mean it was a pleasure to watch some of the football is just sensational <laughs> at the moment isn't it? It, is, it is incredible I mean from, from 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 your playing days and past that can you remember the kind of football that you're seeing at the moment at Molyneux I mean from you yeah. to sit back and watch it it must be like oh, it is it. it's scary in my eyes it's scary because like you said we haven't seen this for a very very long time and uh, even when uh, I played it weren't that type of football you know I mean we did have one, one two three four maybe six passes and then over the top but now you're looking at 20 passes and carve an opening and, and slot it home and whatever it's absolutely unbelievable I think uh, the fans now are, are doing when we remember when we went down two leagues 
and uh, we was we was winning every week. Was, the fans are coming to the ground with a smile on the face, and they're going back with a smile on the face, and uh, that's exactly what they're doing now. But we're in the, like the top half of the Premier League. Top of the Premier League. I mean, there's talk about Nuno, you know, um, still rumours, but it obviously looks like Arteta's <laughs> going to go to Arsenal. But I mean, we were talking about this the, the other week. Arsenal squad and, and Wolves' squad. I think Wolves have probably got a better overall squad, a better, more well-rounded squad, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people are saying to me, is new now going? Is he going to Arsenal? What's happening? Whatever. Rumours, yeah. Sometimes there is some truth in the rumours, but you, you don't listen to it. But uh, Arsenal, in my eyes, yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're above them, mm. me personally. I think uh, if you'd have said Arsenal two or three years ago, I'd have gone, whoa, Nuno's got a chance of going because Wolves ain't there. Yeah. Wolves in the position there where Arsenal are, even better than Arsenal. He's got the resources, he's got the club behind him, he's got the fans behind him, so why does he want to go? If he wants to go and win medals, he can win him awards. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's time for that segment. It's time for the segment that everybody's been waiting for. It is Dear Bully. Got, got a few questions here for you, okay, for, for Mr okay. Agony, Agony Uncle himself, Mr Stephen Bull. Are you ready? Yeah. There's some interesting ones we'll here. Have a, have a, yeah. At King Wolf 84 what, what's, what's Bully's favourite Lego? Favourite Lego? Do you like a bit of Lego? No. You don't like Lego? No, not at all. No, you've not seen like the kids Lego play the it? movie. I don't like You don't? That. No, no, no. Oh, it's I think, decent. I, I think the one who's got the voice I like out of it is the Batman one. Is it the Batman? Yeah, yeah, Batman yeah. Batman yeah. Lego. Yeah, yeah. He talks really like this. That's about <laughs> it. But I, but I can't watch them things. I can't. That's not my cup of tea. So, uh, can you not, can you not if, if you were given a box today, could you assemble? I could assemble you could. all day long. Yeah, yeah, All okay. day long. I could do I mean, jigsaws, Lego, whatever. I can do whatever you put something in front of me to do, I'll do it. But uh, it's no, Airfix, no, Airfix no. kit, can I you do that? do that? I won't have the patience. No, that. I couldn't you know, do that. Patience, I couldn't I'll do stick that. my fingers together. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Um, let's have a look. Um, but, 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 what does Bully see? Who does Bully see as signing or what positions do Bully see as signing in January, if any? Oh, my word. I've said this before. You know, I mean, I think... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we've got a, a, a backbone. I think we definitely need another centre-half. Mm. Uh, and uh, another midfielder, just in case, Martinho and uh, Neves is out the game. Yeah. I know we've got a few left and right ones, but uh, I'd go another winger. I'd get a winger, seriously. I think the front men, the way we play at the moment, we need the three up front there. Mm. So if one of them comes out, yeah, I mean, it's going to struggle a bit. But uh, I think, uh, you know, I think if we was going to buy anybody, and if I've got the money to do it, I'd go out and get Zaha yeah. straight away. Yeah. It'd fit into our, our team straight away, mate, all day long. Mm. People like that, you've got to go for. Uh, Ronan Gibbons, uh, would Bully consider doing punditry on match of the day? Only asking because if he's on there, he might not put his last on every week. <laughs> I know where you're coming from with uh, Mr. Lineker. I know you're on about this and whatever, but uh, no, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd, I'd love to go on there, but uh, I think you've got to talk the right language on there and me coming from Tipton and not saying what they want me to say. I've got no chance of going on there, but uh, I understand where they're coming from because we only have about 20 seconds at the end of the game. That's all we have, and I'm thinking, well, why? I mean, because we, we, we're good enough to be on there, to yeah. be top, and you mean to do I give us give us ten, fifteen minutes yeah, to absolutely. show our qualities rather than the other team's qualities. Uh, also, who wins in a, who wins out of Wilder and Fury, and how do they both get on against AJ? Oh my word! Did you oh, watch yeah. the fight the other night? I did. I, yeah, I did. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, it was. Uh, he, he, he thought about it this time. Yeah, he thought about it before. I think he went in there too cocky, thinking I'm going to win this easy and whatever. Bang, bang, bang. Uh, but uh, I watched the fight, and he, he, he did it well tactically. He did it well. The other two, I wouldn't even. They're just all, 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 all yeah, all wind and whatever they are, whatever they yeah, want yeah. to shout and whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think AJ's got it into his head now. He wants to be a champion. He is a champion. I think he'll be there for for quite a bit without without the other two even competing. Excellent. Um, uh, Gail Holford asks thoughts on my main man Diogo. Jota, Jota. Just, just turning the corner now, isn't he? So he's yeah, he has. Yeah, he was a bit. He's blown a bit hot and cold uh, at the start of the season. He wasn't into his full full 
full full mm. throttle, if you know mm. what I mean, what he was doing on the pitch. Uh, he got a, he got his hat trick against uh, the other night against British British. Yeah, I can't even say that neither. <laughs> I got no chance on match of the day, have I? <laughs> uh, but uh, but he's, he's coming into his form. He's coming into his form, and uh, yeah, I mean he's, he's a great player. He's a cracking player. He's strong. He's getting to grips with uh, what the uh, Premiership's all about mm. now. And uh, the three of them now up there, they're making a formidable force. We had the three before, didn't we? Back with, with Sacco, yeah. Dicko, and uh, Benny Cafobi, didn't we? Yeah. So we got them three now up front now, like replicating that. Um, Chris asks, uh, Bully, what's your what's your Wolves goal of the decade? Goal of the decade? Yeah. Well, we all know that. I mean, it's got to be Nevers, isn't it? It's got to be Nevers, hasn't it? It's got to be Nevers. It's got to be Nevers, yeah. Nevers yeah. Ball, yeah. But uh, I must say, that the other night with Troy Oros, that was a cracking goal <sighs> as well. It was. I mean, you just, you just heard, yeah. haven't heard Molyneux for a little bit like that. I mean, it yeah. has, we have we have been treated in the last couple of seasons, but for a while, just that just that that hit. It was like bush oh, through yeah. his laces, right through his laces, yeah. and the yeah. power went right the way through it. And yeah, I mean, when I coach coach people about striker coaching, what I always say, laces, mm. laces. Mm-hmm. You hit it through the laces, Audrey, and the keeper's got no chance of stopping it at all because yeah. it goes that fast. When he try and bend it and dink it, the mm. keeper can read it or whatever. So, do you think Rui was at fault slightly for the first goal? Do you think that was a laces? Yeah, it was just yeah, too possibly, quick possibly. He's another one that could blow, blows hot and cold as well. We can pull a, a screamer, a thirty-yard screamer out of the top of corner, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he can let one go into his arms or, or the bottom corner. You know, what I mean? but uh, you can't knock him, mate. You can't. You can't be hundred percent every single game, whether mm-hmm. you play in outfield or, or in goal. You can't knock him. Stuart Finch, um, United Wolves Europa League final. Oh my word, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Oh, it would be imagine. lovely. Uh, the final would be lovely yeah. against anybody. Good you know, draw though, Espanyol bottom of La Liga. It's not too bad. I think it is. I think it is. But they won their league as well, the same as we did. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's, it'll be a tough game, uh, but it's a winnable game. Mm. If you know what I mean? I think if it was having all the others, you know, I mean, like Real Madrid and Man U, you're thinking, whoa, yeah. this is it. We've stopped. But this could get us into the last. Is it last eight after this one? Last sixteen, I think. And then last eight, yeah. Last sixteen, yeah, mate. Yeah. It's, it's a good chance of getting up, getting through there. Fancy, uh, I mean, you, you're in Spain quite a lot, bully. Maybe go on the Monday, a few games of golf, and then get yourself to the game. Could do, couldn't even Ambassadorial role that you normally do, you know what I mean? Oh, be rude to. Plug it more, yeah, plug it yeah, more. Yeah, ambassadorial role. Yeah, you've got yeah, to go yeah. there, absolutely. You've got no. to meet and greet. It's the Barcelona Carnival as well. You've got to be there. I can see you in stilts. I, I did say, I did, I, I did think about it. A few uh, sequins, tassels. Uh, we got Tottenham on the Sunday, haven't we? Yeah. But Tottenham on Sunday, so I'm going to the Tottenham one, so I don't think I'm going to the two in. Or you, you fly out a Gatwick or Heathrow on the on the Wednesday, you, you get on it and then you come back on the Friday, <laughs> you have a big night Friday night and the game's not until the Sunday, you've got two nights in London, it's I'm a win-win. Win. I'm, I'm never in the house, oh. I need some time in the house, I'm always out <laughs> doing things. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to, but uh, no, I think uh, I think the fans will love it. I think oh, they, yeah. they're relishing the Europa League at the moment. Well, after it. after the problems at Braga and stuff, it'd be nice just to go to Barcelona and have a bit of a fun fun time. That's hopefully. it, and because I heard some uh, I mean disturbing stories, stories yeah. and whatever with the, mm. with the police and everything else over there and whatever. But uh, I think most people come come back unscathed yeah. and they come back with a win and they enjoyed it. Yeah, um, Andy Matthews, I saw Simon Osborne today. <clears throat> Very underrated player, in my opinion. Who does Bully think is the most underrated player he played with? Played with? Mm. Oh, most my under, word. Underrated. Underrated. Didn't get enough credit. Oh, you're quite That's a good one, by the a good way. It's a good one, to Dear be fair. Dear Bully, who was the yeah. most underrated player? Yeah. Oh, man. Who got on with his job, do you reckon? You've without, got, you've got me there, course. mate, even yeah. from 1986 onwards. Yeah. Uh, what can I say? In the 1986 era, Nigel Vaughan was one of them. Okay. He was a young lad in midfield. He was quiet as a, as a sheep and, and never said nothing. Got on with his job. Mm. Never got the plaudits he did. Whatever. Later on, oh my word, who later on? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Boy, I'll, I'll just sit back and think about that and re- reply to him next See, week. I, I think, like um, from Wolves' point of view, someone like Johnny. 
who's who's doing the job John at the moment. The one, he's really just yeah. sinks yeah. under the radar. Yeah. He's not going to hit your headlines every yeah. week, but uh, but he is he is. I think time and time again, especially this a, season, has yeah. been really really. And Den Donk is another yeah, one as well. Dunk you know, I mean, there's well, loads yeah. of them there that you mm. go. Nobody keeps on about him, but he's mm. doing his job. He just gets yeah. on with it, and uh, that's good. That's down to Nuno. That's what you need. You don't need eleven star players in this no. idea, really. No, 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 you don't. Um, okay, last couple. Uh, Rob Morris, how does how does Steve feel about the recent general election result? Hashtag political. Absolutely shocking. Um, I know you're probably <laughs> going to say to me I should do, but I'm not. I'm, no, I, I, for you. What I didn't vote. Mate. I didn't vote. Then and go. I don't vote. I don't. I don't. I just, I just think it's uh, Peter and Paul. Uh, you know, one Rob's that to play the other, and the other one digitally back in another one. So yeah. whoever's in charge, whether it's Boris Johnson, which he is. Let him get on with it. Hmm. Let him get on with it. Get this Brexit out of the way and then get, let's, let's just enjoy life. I went I went in there and there was no Nuno to vote. I couldn't believe it. Wasn't so I went back out again. That's scandalous. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. next, maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit <laughs> next longer. Year, next year. <laughs> um, and finally, um, Rob says, uh, Bully, it's my wife's 40th in March. Any okay. suggestions on, on how to make her day special? A day special? What do you do? First of all, you get out of bed and make a nice cup of tea. Okay, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, take a couple of rounds of toast with some dairy Leon. You start the day off like that. <laughs> or you order room service from Barbados in <laughs> your hotel room. Well, you can do that, but you've got to be realistic. Okay, you've got to be realistic. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, just spoil her. Just spoil her all day. You know what I mean? You know, just, you know, order some flowers once you get up in the morning. Nice, nice, there nice. There you touch. go, you know what I mean? And uh, you mean, get a couple of pieces of steak ready for mm. the tea time at night time, and that's it, and, uh, and get on with it, and a couple of glasses of bottle of champagne. Best thing is send her off to a spa, then you can get in front of the racing all afternoon and have, have, have a few bets, and then it's a win-win. It's a good job they didn't ask you the money. No. <laughs> <laughs> how many, how many? No wonder he's single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant, Bully. Right, we'll see you uh, next week. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Any time at all, mate. No worries. Right, another event that took place this week uh, was a certain draw for a certain European competition that a certain Wolverhampton Wonders are in. Uh, look, knockout stages of the Europa League, and uh, Joe, we did a Facebook Live on on Monday, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, look, there were some big ties possible: Celtic, Inter Milan, Ajax. But I tell you what, the more and more I think about it, this this draw against Espanyol is a fantastic chance for Wolves to progress deep into this competition. Yeah, uh, I mean, unless there's a drastic turnaround uh, between now and the end of February, I mean, there is time for it. But Espanyol, as we say, bottom of uh, La Liga, only uh, two wins all season in the league. Um, change manager in early October and... They've just about squeezed through as group winners. I mean, fair, fair enough, fair play to them for that. But you look at that group, I think it was Ludogorets, Ferenc Varus and CSKA Moscow. It's not a particularly strong group. I think you're looking at that draw in terms of teams that you want, both from a footballing point of view and from a fans' point of view. You've got a big, a, a big stadium, 40,000 capacity stadium. Wolf should get a decent allocation. It, it, by, require, by guidelines, it'd be at least 2,000, but I think they'll get more than that. And I think they'll get seats in the Almond as well because Espanyol don't tend to sell out. It's on the outskirts of Barcelona. I don't think you can ask for much more. And, you know, obviously, don't take them for granted. Um, but it's a very, very good chance of getting into that last 16. Yeah, last 16, Rosa. And you look at, you look at some of the... I mean, I don't look too far ahead, but I look at some of the other ties as well in the Europe. I didn't really have a chance at the time. Looking at the watching the games, but some of the other teams that have been matched against each other. I mean, goodness me! Like, I still fancy quite a few of those other clubs in the last sixteen, and all of a sudden you're looking at a quarter quarter final. Well, I think if you the add Wolves won the group, 
they would have got Rangers. Mm. The Braga got Rangers, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. I believe. I don't know whether it works out like that with the but, ball well, and stuff. But, it's, you know. it's luck, isn't it? Yeah. I always hate yeah. it when people say, oh, we could have got that. Well, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a lot of sort of, mm. it's all that thing, isn't it? Like they say about sliding doors and all that sort of stuff. Like, you know, like, let's chill out. Like, they drew Celtic in the um, in the practice round apparently. Yeah. Um, that would have been a great time. The, the day You'd take Wolves' draw out of Braga, so wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah. I, I think because yeah. there was all this talk about winning the group, and it was obviously a bit gutting on the night mm. to not win the group after smashing, you know, Besiktas. But um, I, I think it's worked in Wolves' favour. I think he'd take out Espanyol. I think that's a far less tricky tie mm-hmm. than, than Rangers because Rangers. Have been raising their game for this competition mm-hmm. as well. So uh, saying that, I take them in the next round, though. Happy well, days. yeah, you take them in the next round. But yeah. I think in terms of, you know, a team. I mean, I think I think that kind of battle of Britain thing we spoke about would add a bit of needle to it. I mean, this one, I think, for the last thirty-two, I think this is mm. as good as it gets. I think Rangers as well would be good for the local economy. You think about how many Rangers I mean, or Celtic, oh, how many God, gl- like Glaswegians would just get down on that. Mm. You know, it's not Virgin Trains anymore. It's Avanti West Coast, isn't it? No, is it? Yeah, yeah. they've changed oh, right, now. Yeah, right. They've changed now. You can tell I take the train over. <laughs> um, and all of those, you know, coming into the city, I think. You want a sort of tie like that, but I think Joe's right. Maybe for the next, mm-hmm. if Wolves can get through, I think mm-hmm. Kevin Felwell said some like you know the generic sort of line that you want from the club, which is you know we've got we still got to be sort of wary of Espanyol. We know about the league form, we know the bottom of La Liga, but they've done well. They won the group, and even mm-hmm. though you know Joe spoke about the other teams in that group, you know. You've got to be wary. You can't go into this. We can't. I don't like the idea ever in football or life of sitting here and going, right, let's think about the last 16. No, mm-hmm. let, look, task in hand. Mm-hmm. You've got to do the job over Espanyol first and then think bigger. And then for the last 16, potentially have Willy Bowler back. Oh, yeah. How wonderful nice. could that, that be? That would be magnificent. But it's not there yet. It's not there. You know, it's what true. does Nuno say all the time? Game at a time. Game, Game at a time. time. Game it's chill out. You've got to chill out. You can't look too far ahead. You've got to <laughs> calm down. Uh, look, I think half of Wolverhampton were, were booking flights to Barcelona uh, minutes after the draw. The prices were oh. astronomical. They were going up. And we, we booked. We booked with. Um, some easy jet, e- I think. Well, it was easy jet, but it was with a third person uh, travel company, and of course, they cancelled two hours later. Yeah. And the next thing you go, I mean, uh, flights uh, terrible. Sorry, there has been an error. Yeah, it, I mean, it's not an error at all. Complete what's what's going to be frustrating for me is, uh, you know, going onto a plane and turning right. I don't know what that is. Normally, it's to the left, sir. There you go. There's your bed. There's your pillow. So, easy jet will be interesting. Um, um, <laughs> Definitely easy jet. Uh, yeah, no, not great. Could have a little, could have a little episode altogether. Yeah, right, I know. Yeah. Um, um, but um, obviously, the flights flights are hard to come by now, and they are expensive. Um, got a little present for our for our peeps today because Ooh. we are going to be offering the chance. We're going to be giving away a pair of. Flight to Barcelona Whoa. for the Europa League for the Europa League game. Um, flights return flights for two people. Um, should a lucky person win? Twenty sixth, leaving on the Wednesday, the twenty sixth, coming back on the twenty eighth. For your chance to potentially win those two flights, make sure you're in tune later. Interesting, eh? There's of course Swans. Swans are like. I want to get, get involved. I want to get involved. I want to get my back home again. 26th to the 28th. I've been given the budget. We've extended the budget. 
Um, so there's a chance to win uh, free return flights for two people to Barcelona on the 26th, Wednesday the 26th of February, coming back on the 28th. So make sure that you um, you listen on in this podcast. Or they could just fast forward as, as well. But it'd be yeah. annoying. You have to fast forward, then rewind, mm-hmm. then fast forward, and then you, you don't know when it's going to happen. So just carry on listening. Carry on listening because we've got some questions from the peeps. So we've got loads of questions. Um, so we'll try and get through a few now. Here we go. Okay. Um, at King Wolf says, "Oh, I don't know about this." Uh, can you all can you all do your best Norfolk accents ahead of the Norwich game? Norfolk, Swab's your good accent. Give me a give me a give me I'm a Norfolk accent. I'm not good accents. at accents. I just speak Lancashire. That's not being good at accents. I'm good at my own patch. Not particularly now. A Norfolk accent, to be no. honest. Delia, ah. innit? Is it Delia? Yes, Delia, yeah. Let's be having you. She just sounds like a posh woman, though, is don't you? Is it like, like, country, like country, kind of like... What is Norfolk very agriculture, accent? isn't it? Like tractor. Like yeah, there you go. Tractor. Go on, what is it? Tractor. tractor. No, go on. Tractor. 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 There you go. I don't, I, I don't nah, know. No, no. I, I, just, I just don't Cause want it, to Because it's, it's that old Bristol... City or Ipswich Town mm-hmm. Well, Bristol's the other side of the country though isn't it yeah but Ipswich I'm an Ipswich Town fan yeah, Ipswich I can t- drive a tractor you're an Ipswich Town fan I thought you were no fan. that's the tractor <laughs> <laughs> well they're called the tractor boys aren't they but is it so they, do Ipswich and Nor- Nor- uh, Norwich people sound like Bristol people then I don't know is it even though they're opposite sides I don't think so. Send me, send, send, a, send us a voicemail in uh, <laughs> with your best, uh, your best East Anglia accents. I don't know if they. Did you ever do the um, the, the talking message? By the way, James Fielding, um, he, regular listeners, he loves a talking loves, message. I never do it. I've never done it ever. Uh, apparently, I do it apparently, it's, yeah. yeah. I think it's like a London thing. Is it? I think it's like a London thing, like a city thing, city crowd. Yeah, it's because they can't, they get the tube in it. My best mate leaves me voice notes all the time, and I leave her voice notes back. But mm. it's just more because if you've not got the time for a full phone call, you can be like, da 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 da, and then they can reply back when they're finished. Oh, okay. So it's more of a conversation rather than you know texting, and you can do it whilst you're walking around. Send them in to voice text to Joe Edwards on 07463. Um, We've got some different tangents today, aren't we? Paul, Paul Mansell, uh, do you think a two-legged scenario of the Europa League will suit us more than one-leg ties? Uh, yeah. Well, we, we saw it in the qualifiers, didn't we? Um, that they were obviously two-legged and and there was kind of pressure, wasn't there, with that Torino second leg. The job wasn't exactly done, but Wolves saw it through. So mm. I think... Obviously, the, the ties now will be more difficult than they were, but uh, I think that Torino one especially, they were a good side, to be fair, so I think that's a good indication of, of what's to come, and Wolves dealt with that, so uh, I think they'll be fine. Scrivo, Matthew Scrivens. Uh, always a good question, Scrivo. Uh, with the Europa League draw being so kind to Wolves this week, it looks like going. That looks like Wolves are going to go deep, and hopefully all the way in the competition. Uh, with that in mind, come January, would you treat the FA Cup? Remember, that's against Manchester United. Would you treat the FA Cup like the League Cup and disregard it to prioritise potential European glory? I think that when it comes to the FA Cup, you'll see Ruddy in goal. I think you'll see. A few changes. I think yeah. we'll see a similar side to what we saw against Besiktas, which was stronger than we expected in that final Europa League game. That's how I see Wolves going, where it's a chance for Nuno perhaps to shift to a 3-5-2, just in case that's where he wants to play. You know, move Dendonka back into a midfield role. It'll be a chance where he'll probably use this FA Cup game against Man United strongly, but to experiment or thinking with stuff in mind for 
what is really important to Wolves, which is, you know, the Premier League and the Europa yeah. League. I mean, United have got Europa League um, thoughts as well. They've also got a Carabao Cup semi-final against Manchester City. Mm. So th- th- they won't be relishing this game. I'm not sure whether they'll put a full-strength side mm. out. That they, they may not. Um, what does help Wolves, I guess, is that the third and fourth rounds are in January. Um, mm. Of course, the Europa League, it's not like it's bang, 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 bang every Thursday mm. night. It's nice to get a bit of a break, actually, especially in January. Uh, but but February, end of February, there's a, there's a bit of time to wait. So if he did want to go full, full strength, there is the ability to do that. But I think you're right, Rosie. I think we might see a, a mix and match, but maybe stronger than than, mm. than, a, than a complete change. Yeah, I, I, reckon that, I reckon that's probably the way. Um, I mean, this week... I'll, tweeted it out the other day this is the first week all season where Wolves haven't had a midweek game international mm. break society mm. which is ridiculous Crazy. to be honest um, so I think uh, I mean had they gone through in the Carabao Cup as well they would have been playing this week so mm. they, they would have been having to wait more um, yeah I, I think yeah that, that happy medium give give a few more fringe players a, a go against United but don't kind of undermine the competition either I think that's the way to go Ronan Gibbons, who's been our three best players this calendar year? Mm. This calendar year. Good question, good question. Uh, Martinez's got to be in there. Martinez, Raul's got to be there, do you think? Oh, mind you, he finished back end of last season, wasn't as good as his. Mm, mm. He's still got to be close, though. Martinez's definitely in there because he's just been consistent. Martinez has to be in there. He's probably top, to be honest. Um, I mean, to be honest, I'd have to, I'd have to have Bolly in there. Yeah, yeah. And, and Moutinho, Bolly, and for me, it would be a toss-up between Jota and Jimenez. And Jimenez, Jota obviously just got his mojo back, but finished the second half like a train. Yeah, Doherty was really good mm. second half of last season. God, there's so many players, but, but, but he didn't start this season as well. Yeah, it's um, a hard one, isn't it? I'd probably just say, I'd probably say Jimenez because it, it, it ultimately. Wolves forked out club record to get him in on the back of what he did last season and has continued to do this season. So, Bolly, Moutinho. Bolly. Moutinho. Moutinho. Jimenez. Okay. I think, I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Roy Woldridge says, uh, who are we likely to lose play-wise in January? I think that it'll be perhaps a bit of a test with Neves for some reason. I've, okay. s- I've already seen, you know, the sort of speculations, been, you know, the normal sort of speculation. I just think that he's, if you're another club looking at Wolves' team, and if you're thinking Wolves-wise, if there's a player that you'd probably be willing to let go, I think it'd be Neves, because you get a decent price for him. Like you say, if someone comes in with 50 million for Neves, I think you'd take it. Um, but, it's one of those, isn't it? It's it's a lot of they're gonna be the hands probably gonna to be tested. If you're a team that's in you know La Liga, even in the top half of the Premier League, you're interested in Jimenez. I think I think there'll be a bit of interest in Jimenez. Um, Bowley with his injury is a little bit of a different sort of thing. So I'd have anticipated before he got injured that he'd probably Wolves would probably have the hand tested for Bowley. But I think any sort of interest in that will be in the summer. Um, but yeah, I can just see it. I can see it being an interesting window. 
but I can't see Wolves letting anyone go. Yeah, I think I think that I think that last that last sentence sums up perfectly. I mean, I'd be stunned <clears> if there were no inquiries for Wolves <clears> players <throat> because end of the day, look, people look to to, to Wolves to see how well they're doing and they want they want the best players. I'm sure there will be. And I, I, I dare say there'll be a bid or two just to maybe even even if they know they're not going to get a player to maybe unsettle them or maybe test the resolve with with a view to going back in in, in the summer. Personally, I'd be absolutely stunned if anyone is sold. Stunned. Mm. And if it was, it would be for stupid money. And we saw about £50 million for Neves. I mean, for me, you'd have to offer to get him now in January with everything that's going on mm. with the Premier League, with the potential European football again next year, with the Europa League. £70, £80 million pounds to, to even... Wolves to, even, to batter an eye to see okay let's see what you it's January want. as well so yeah. you get the more money mm. in January um, when teams want to boost their squads to go for titles or boost their squads mm. for, for other competitions yeah you, you're having you're, you're paying an inflated price in terms of outgoings I think I think Hazes Vallejo will go back to Real Madrid mm. though, though I mean yeah. it, the writing seems to be on the wall there the fact that he didn't play any part against Besiktas and then was left out the squad for Tottenham I don't think there's any way back for for, for the there. I think the best best thing for all parties is getting back to Madrid and getting back out somewhere else where he's actually going to play. Um, I've, I've got a sneaking suspicion about Ooh. Morgan Gibbs White. I just we haven't seen him for quite a while. I know yeah. he's had this long-standing uh, back issue. Do you get him out on loan to get him back up to full speed, ready for next season? Because the the, the play with him Could, hasn't changed at all. Neto's obviously coming. I know they're playing yeah. in different-ish positions, but at the same time, there's and, enough there. And he'd be... He's not really cut out for a three-four-three, is he? You, you'd, if you're going to play Gibbs White, you want him and you want him as the as the, as the forward-thinking player in a midfield three. Um, but when you've just got the two in there, he's not he's not a left winger. He's not a right winger. He's a number ten. Uh, and they might and they might get another midfielder in as well. Exactly. I, I just don't know if it might be the time to just try and get him regular games, get get a regular run of games, try and shake off whatever problem he's had, and then go in look at it for the summer in terms of. Seeing you know if you still want him as part of the major plans, Wolves Wolves rating really highly, now rating really highly, but um, maybe just a consistent with the games could be what he needs mm-hmm. to, you know, because after such a long while out, I think especially being a big part player anyway. Mm-hmm. It's going to take him a while to get back up to the speed that, that Wolves want him at. So maybe he could go out on loan. Andrew Wenzel, beverage of choice, went out. If, if, in, Joe, in Joe's words, anything. Yeah. <laughs> the the shelf. Um, beverage of choice. Beverage of choice went out. I I do usually like just like a vodka coke. Mm. I I didn't have one last night, mm. though, but that vodka coke or like yeah, that, that's probably my my choice. Rosie. I'm a, I'm a big wine drinker. Oh yeah. I like Macarver. I'm Macarver. You're a Carver girl. Yeah, I'm a Carver girl, which apparently makes me common, but it's a Spanish sparkling wine rather yeah. than Prosecco. But I love a Carver. You mean you get bit. some really good Carver as well? Though, yeah, don't you? I love I love Carver, love Carver. But um, on a night out, you can't really buy a bottle of fizz. So on a night out, I'm normally a bit vodka. I'm big on tequila Ooh, on a yeah. night out. Mm. I'm massive on tequila. Mm. Um, it's mm. one of the only drinks that makes me proper party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, right, give me a tequila, and I'm like, I, I'm one of those people. I, w- I would be literally out. looking at you like the devil if, if this was six months ago about about tequila. However, I, do you know what? I've come round to tequila. 
um, doing a little bit of partying um, recently mm. uh, with, with um, on tour with Alana and they all drink tequila they drink tequila soda or they just drink tequila straight because low calorie gets into the system quickly yeah. and like you say happy days it's, it's a happy drink mm, as well mm, mm. I've never had a bad night on tequila no. a good margarita as well it's a bit sharp it's yeah. a bit but the problem yeah, is yeah. it's not Me, a long so we, should, we, should not, go, we should go it's out not a long, it's not a long drink so you know when you're in a bar when you want like because growing up yeah, you just yeah. used to have a VS yeah. didn't you? you I used to pour when we went to Warehouse in Preston, which was like the sort of indie club. The Warehouse in Preston, I, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I used to pour... <laughs> sounds, like a, sounds, like a, <laughs> sounds like an establishment I'd love to go to. You'd hate it. <laughs> I hated it, but I just had to go because all my friends were like Indian stuff. Um, you had a blue VS and I'd pour a white VS and have it in a pint glass because it was just sugar. So oh, that right. was my mm-hmm. sort of drink when I was younger. And then I just sort of graduated to... I think it was it was a big thing when I left uni where it was like I wasn't going into a club or a bar anymore and say what's cheapest what can get me drunk in yeah. the cheapest capacity or having a little bit of vodka in my bag but no it's um it, one of those I really love a tequila like a glass of wine um like a like a bottle of Carver now and then so yeah um like do you like um, <laughs> do you, have you tried a treasure chest at Mahiki Mahiki yeah. I've never been to Mahiki oh good good night Come good on. night. Um, coconut, coconut rum, <laughs> apple juice, lemon juice, and then your choice of either Dom Perignon or Moe. Oh, it's 420 quid. I'm a Lanson girl. But it's like between Lanson. four. Oh, Lanson, Lanson yeah, girl. Yeah, see, okay, okay. you know, but that's only for special occasions. So there's, uh, there's a few listeners who have, had, uh, who have been to Mahiki, I guarantee you now, I guarantee you. Um, treasure <laughs> Joe, no, no? <laughs> Not a clue what you're on about, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> what cocktail would you have if you went into, like, if Soph was like, oh, Joe, it's two for one. I can't have uh, two. A, a, I'm not feeling a two. A woo-woo? A woo-woo? A strawberry woo-woo? Yeah, something like that. I, I don't know, just whatever's, as, as you say, cheapest, probably. Yeah. Right, I better go back to uh, to, <laughs> to wonder. Yeah. So, let's have a look. Any more questions? Um, last one. Da, 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 da. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> Simon Layton, is Swarbs open to offers? Reply from Matty Hackett. Is Joe open to offers? No. For what? Well, exactly. For what? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, probably leave it to that. Um, OJ Wolf, Crypto Wolf says, uh, can Adama win the Ballon d'Or at some point in his career? Goodness me, we're going crazy here, but hey, why not? I don't think he will. <laughs> just, just, a, just a bit of ultimate pessimist. Um, no, I, he, he's a great player, but Ballon d'Or, that's... Uh, yeah, let's, let, let's not let, go... Let, let's, let's calm down. Yeah. No, let's, let's not go cray-cray. <laughs> right, January fixtures. Um, um, before we go on to, on to Norwich and potential winning those flights, um, January fixtures. So four games, there's four fixtures over the Christmas period. Look, it's, it's not going to be easy. Um, Norwich away on Saturday. Man City on the 27th at home. Liverpool away on the 29th. And then Watford away on New Year's Day. Um, Points-wise, guys, what are we thinking um, before I say the poll? What are we thinking? How many points do you think they'll pick up from those four games? Six. Six, says Joe. Higher or lower than six, Rosie? Seven. Seven? Mm. Seven. So, um, just to let you know, I'll put a, pod- put a little poll out on the podcast. Um, zero to three, 10%. Four to six, which you went for, Joe, at six. 53%. Seven to nine, thirty-three percent, mm. and ten to twelve, four percent. I think, I think I'd take six now, and I'd be delighted with seven. 
for them to do that, I think they need to win on Saturday. I think, I yeah. think you know, great mm. if they get a, a big yeah. win against Man City or, or Liverpool. But for me, if they're going to get into those sixes or sevens range, they've got to go to Norwich. They've got to play with the same intensity as they did against Spurs and uh, and get three mm. points. Agree? For me, it's either five or seven. Yeah. Just sort of, I, I don't see them getting beat. I don't know why. It's just one of those things. Once they've had a... I, I see them responding to this Tottenham defeat mm-hmm. and being like, we played... that Wolves played some fantastic football that day. Knowing Nuno, know, knowing the team, they'll go away, look at exactly what it was and be like, right, we can't play like that every week mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. end up on the wrong side of a result. I think they'll, they'll sort of work on that. And I can just... I can see them getting a result at Norwich. I can see them... I, I don't see them getting beat at Norwich. Mm-hmm. And then against Liverpool and Man City, I just think it's Christmas. There's always results at Christmas where City aren't the force they were last year. Yeah. And then Liverpool are due. Just they've been getting such scabby results, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, Those of course, like yeah. late, like sort of results and all that sort of thing. And I just don't see a wolf side. Mm-hmm. I I can see Wolves going. You know, like we said about the sort of statement performance of Triore against Tottenham. This is sort of a a platform for Wolves' players to be like, right, go to Liverpool, put on a show, and show them that you aren't just sort of this flash in a pan from last year, that you are genuinely there to compete. And I can see some really mm-hmm. sort of... I can just see... I just don't see them getting beat. I know that against Liverpool, the odds aren't with them, but I just... Honestly, I don't see them getting beat. Probably Man City more out of the three. I'd see them... We're all going to be together, aren't we, in four games? We're all together, we're all doubling up, are we? Tripling up for the games? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be yeah. fun. We're going to see each other more than we do our families at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm delighted to yeah. see you. To, to, uh, just dust down the, uh, the, the the gold hat, Christmas hat, and see uh, to put it on a couple of, course, of your. Of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we got the Christmas jumpers out? Is that a thing or not? Oh, yeah, we, why are we not wearing Christmas jumpers now in the office? What's the crack? Oh, you missed it. Oh, did um, I? It was, it was Tuesday, which was Christmas jumper day. Uh-huh. But I, I thought, I thought, well, no one's going to do it. Yeah. So I, I didn't. Just jumpers, or could you wear jeans as well? No, it's just jumpers, I think. Oh. Um, but I thought, no, no one's going to bother. And everybody did. E- everybody did. Oh, everybody did, did bother me. Oh, Joe. <laughs> um, right, I tell you Scrooge. what, then. I tell you what, Scrooge. Well, I say we're not being Scrooge because we are giving away these flights. So, so return flights to Barcelona for two people. Um, just need, just need three scenarios to happen, and then you are all. Then, then the winner will basically be going to Barcelona. All you need to do is retweet. This podcast, any tweet we put out today, whether it's myself, whether it's the ENS Wolves podcast, whether Rosie puts it out, whether Joe puts it out, just make sure you retweet, then you'll be automatically in the draw. Once you're in the draw, that's all you need to do, just to retweet, that's all it does. Spread the word, um, and for these three scenarios to happen, and if two of the three happen, you're going to win a brand new Wolves shirt. So it's like, it's a win-win, it's a win-win. Okay, we need a first goal scorer, uh, Rosie, from the game on Saturday between Norwich and Wolves. Who do you think is going to score the first goal? No pressure, but this could be for someone's flights. Raul. Raul Jimenez for Wolverhampton Wanderers, says Rosie. Uh, Joe, I want your first goal scorer for Manchester City against Leicester City. Manchester City against Leicester City. Uh, Who do you think is going to score the first goal in that uh, game? It's going to be a good game. uh, Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy scoring away. Jamie Vardy on the score sheet. And I'm saying Spurs versus Chelsea. And I'm going to say that even though he was a dirty, dirty human being on Sunday, that Harry Kane will score the first goal in that. So if Raul, Jamie Vardy and Harry Kane, 
could quite easily happen yep. score the first goals in their corresponding games this weekend then the lucky winner and we'll let them know on Saturday morning uh, will be winning two return flights to Barcelona for the Europa League game and if two of those three results come in you'll be getting a free brand new Wolves home kit what a, what a nice what a nice early Christmas present lovely 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 right we've got Norwich City on Saturday at Carroll Road I cannot wait I'll be going from London I'm going to um, going to a secret cinema um, I love inter- how you did the inverted in- guys at home. You just did the inverted commas, you know, like the little hand gesture that you got a secret, <laughs> like he's got something. Oh, like, I just loved it. I just think the, the listeners secret. needed to know oh, your hand movements. Oh, right I'm off. I'm off tomorrow because uh, people listen to this podcast before knows that. Um, big fan of Stranger Things and I'm going to an interactive immersive cinematic experience where I have to dress up in 80s gear I'll probably tweet out a picture um, I'm going to um, going to um, yes going what are you to... going for a shell suit pardon Chelsea. no I'm going jean on denim on denim oh double denim uh, yeah, double denim. I'm Hawkins Press going in, going to um, going to the ball. So it could be very interesting. Three hours interactive experience. So oh, we're going wow. from there to Norwich oh, on Carrow wow. Road. Yeah, yeah, it should yeah. be fun. Maybe I'll carry on the double denim and wear the double denim going on Saturday as well. Oh God, do you reckon? Down. On camera, close I, d- I don't video. know. No? I don't. I don't know if I can handle it. Are okay. You talking denim shirt or like? Yeah, denim jacket? shirt. I've got to go to H and M actually this afternoon to buy some uh, buy some very very um, light coloured denim denim trousers. Anyway, wow. right, moving on Norwich. Wow. Um, uh, Norwich City. Gonna be, I think it's going to be a great game. This honestly, genuinely, think it's going to be a great game. Um, we we spoke to Chris Revo from Talk Norwich City. He was good enough to to give us a lowdown on the Canaries. And here are those wise words from Chris. Here's that interview. Well, I'm delighted to be joined by Chris Revo of Talk Norwich City. Chris, thank you for joining us. Really appreciate you coming on the Wolves Poddy. Thank you very much. It's an absolute pleasure. I'm really, really looking forward to, to getting stuck in and uh, discussing all things Norwich City for you guys today. Yeah, exci- excited for the trip on Saturday. Um, look, obviously you guys uh, did brilliant in the Championship last season, uh, came up, haven't spent a lot of money um, and, and you know it hasn't worked out so far this season. But look, you're not cut adrift. Um, I guess you just want points as soon as, as, soon as possible. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from the outside looking in and, and the neutral, um, we've very much being criticised as being naive, not spending enough money. We we are proud that we're trying to do it our way. Actually, um, you know that the, the Norwich fans are very much all on board behind this massive culture shift that is actually, you know, what we're going to give a chance to our youth players. Um, you know, we, we're going to give an opportunity to the younger players in our squad. You know, we're going to give a chance to these players that won us the league fair and square. And you see a lot of uh, teams, newly promoted teams, that go up. Um, and they changed the whole squad. Aston Villa, for example, it's not guaranteed to work. And the problem with that is it's a huge gamble, a huge gamble. And it's so important. Um, if you look at the likes of Sunderland and Bolton, uh, you know, these, these are clubs that have been up here, um, but they, 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 their gambles haven't paid off. And Norwich City aren't willing to gamble away its football club um, for the sake of a, of, a, of a couple of seasons in the Premier League. So ultimately, Yes, we're playing it safe, but I think we're quite proud of that. We're, we're proud that we're playing young players. And, and these um, these players that have won us the league are from the fourth and third division uh, in Germany. Um, and they deserve a fair shot. Yeah, and look, look like you say, you say, you say you know, Villa spent over £100 million. Fulham did exactly the same last year. There's no guarantee there. You're only three points behind Villa. Um, and obviously, you've got, you've got a massive game you know, um, at their place on, on Boxing Day. Um 
well, not obviously Wolves. Um, you know, lost against Spurs um, last minute. They played pretty well. They'll obviously a lot of the fans will, will go to go to Carrow Road hoping for three points. Um, you know, who are the danger men? Would you say for Norwich? Obviously, Pookie's been the man who um, you know has hit the headlines. But I mean, Mr. Cantwell, I think has been has been fantastic himself. I mean, fantastic point, and, uh, and I'm so pleased that you raised it because um, Todd Cantwell um, is an example of a player that again. Um, Belief of Hot didn't actually play a ton of games for us last season. He wasn't one of the main players, um, but now he's in the Premier League. That boy is shining. And I say boy because he because he is young and he's linking up so well with Timmy Puki. And and a lot of people give Timmy Puki all of the plaudits um, and deservedly so for his goals. However, he's also opening up so much space for Todd Cantwell, which is why if, you, if you're a fantasy football fan. Todd Cantwell, cheapest chips, always delivering assists and goals here and there. He so is the man. He is the man. I would highly recommend him. Um, no, I think I think the the key men for Norwich. Um, obviously, you've got Timu. Um, I think Todd. Uh, we've also got um, a fantastic young, um, flary Argentinian um, midfielder in Emi Buendia, um, who's extremely highly rated. Um, we've got a colossal centre back that was highly praised by Arsene Wenger a couple of seasons ago, Christoph Zimmerman. Um, who was recruited for, again fourth division in Germany almost gave up football um, is a super smart guy but he's an absolute beast and I spoke to him the other day actually and, um, and I asked him how many how many calories are you eating a day and I was thinking okay well if, if my if my if my maintenance is around two thousand four hundred maybe maybe touching on three thousand he was like yeah I'm getting about five thousand wowzer <laughs> so so this guy is an absolute beast from the east and um, so those are your those are your main men and, and may I just say I think this is going to be an extremely entertaining game and if I was a Wolves fan I definitely wouldn't assume that this is going to be an easy game for Norwich City we've really struggled this season against teams that are prepared to try and bully us effectively you know not to well hopefully your manager isn't, isn't listening but um you know we, 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 oh, no, we, no, we no, no listens it. every week he listens every week chris to this <laughs> we just the, the problem is is that we've been bullied off the ball far too many times this season and um, we've not been physical enough the teams that have done well against us um are the teams that are around us the likes of Burnley, Crystal Palace, West Ham, um, and, and all they've done really is they've hit us hard early doors, they've boofed us off the ball, they've kept it simple. Um, however, you then look at the teams that want to play what I would call proper football, the likes of Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester City, and Norwich have done exceptionally well against those teams. We've been able to, to get in behind them um, to create quite a few opportunities. So as a Norwich fan, um, I know this is going to be a tough game, but I'm actually also quite confident because I know that Wolves are a, a proper footballing side, um, who, who, by the way, I am extremely impressed with, extremely impressed with. Um, uh, there, there's, there's, a, there's numerous players um, that, that, that I've been very impressed with at Wolves, so very excited for the game. Yeah, me too. I think there's going to be plenty of goals, actually. I mean, I know obviously you guys have, have conceded some at the back. I think um, only Southampton have conceded more. But um, I think you're better than, than, than what you, you know, than, than your league position suggests at this moment in time. Like you say, you've got, I'm sure they'll be identifying, like you say, this, this game against Wolves and the Villa to, to try and, you know, get some points over Christmas. Um, um, Chris, how do we expect uh, Norwich to line up formation-wise? What what would you say um, that he would that he would pick, and, and and also kind of like the can you have a predicted team lineup? 
Uh, well, I can, I can I can attempt to for sure. So it's really fascinating this season. There's a point I was going to make earlier on in the conversation that the reason why, and I will get back to you on the formation, don't worry, the reason why um, the teams like Sheffield United have done well, Aston Villa have managed to be a little bit more consistent is that they've kept that consistent formation, that line-up, the, the personnel. You know, there, there was a point in time, that actually it was when we beat Manchester City, we had nine of our main players out injured. We were literally fielding a second team. Yeah. And it's been only probably the last three to four games that we've had a fully fit squad so that's the reason why we've not been able to hit it so in terms of what you can expect from Norwich City the total honest answer is it could actually be various various different various different things Daniel Farker could stick uh, with, with, with his guns um, and, and he could be like no we, we're going to stick to it we're going to keep the same formation as last time we're going to we're going to go we're going to go and we're going to play off we're going to be proactive or he might say oh, blimey, I'm a bit worried about Wolves I, I, I highly doubt it so what you'll see of course Tim Krul in goal you'll see our, our, our two young fullbacks um, we've got we've got Max Ahrens and he's probably going to go with Sam Byram on, on the other side Sam Byram of course was our was our only um, amount of money that we spent this, this summer which was £750,000 and he's currently beating um, Jamal Lewis to a starting place you'll have Ben Godfrey at centre back alongside Christoph Simmons. Ben Godfrey is another one to watch he's been touted with a move to Manchester United um, hopefully fingers crossed we can, we can keep him in January um, in, front of the, in front of that back four you're going to have Alexander Tete more than likely um, who's been who's our longest serving um, player now and, and, and alongside him, you'll have Tom Tribal. Tom is, a, is an aggressive, um, rough-and-ready tackler is the best way to describe him, and he knows his strengths, which is tackling. And then he'll be providing it further up the field to the likes of Emily Buendia, Todd Cantwell, and, of course, linking up with, with Timu Puki up top. Um, Timu Puki has... Um, he did actually play, uh, believe it or not, um, the, the, the second half of the last game with a broken toe against wow. Leicester. Um, but he's set to be he's set to be um, starting against Wolves. So it'd be very interesting to see um, to, to, to see whether whether they risk him or not. Um, I think he'll be fine. But just so Wolves fans know, if Team Pookie doesn't start, we'll be starting up with Dennis Trebeni. Dennis Trebeni scored um, has has scored in the Premier League um, against Everton. But is nowhere near to be very honest with you the caliber of Timu Puki. So Wolves fans will be hoping that that Timu doesn't start. And 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 as a Norwich fan, I'm just so unbelievably proud. We've we've gone from last season almost you know desperate for a playoff place to oh my god we've won the league to now we've got Timu Puki who we've signed on a free and honestly it's been a footballing miracle. This guy has been ranked the 84th best player in the world recently in a in a in a, in a survey from the Guardian, and I think um, I think that says a lot about the, the type of player he is. Um, he's such a quiet guy, um, but he just delivers so consistently. So Wolves fans will be hoping that the team he doesn't start. But that, that's a rough insight into the Norwich team, um, and, and what you'll see that Norwich team do is you'll see that Norwich team tries to keep possession, play it out from the back. We don't do long balls at all. Um, so that's why I'm so I'm so excited for the game. It should be a really entertaining one. Oh, honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, 
I'm even more looking forward to after listening to that. I, I love the fact that you're so positive. Um, I think that I think that you know of all the teams who came up. I hope Norwich stay up. I think you're I think you're a cracking club. And um, and and thank you very much, Chris, for uh, for coming on. Before you go, um, as we do every week, um, got to have a little prediction from you. So it's Norwich City against Wolverhampton Wanderers, Cover Road. Um, Chris Revo, what are you going for? Head over heart, young man. Well, I tell you, oh God, this is such a tough one. My my, my head says, my head says, probably a two-one Wolves or maybe a two-two. My heart says a one-nil Norwich win, a last-minute winner from Timu Pugi, the man himself. I don't want any more last-minute winners. Goodness me, I had enough after <laughs> had enough after Sunday. Chris, thanks very much for joining us, and uh, and all, and all the best. Thanks very much. Thank you so much. On the ball, Cheers. city. Chris from Talk Norwich City there, really, really good insight. Joe, this is going to be a game, and I know we said earlier in the podcast, where Wolves are going to have to keep up that intensity if they are going to go for three points. Norwich do like to concede goals, but at the same time, they need to they need to stop the, take the crowd out of it as early as possible. Yeah, get at, get at them early on, I think. Uh, I mean, that, that Norwich team, uh, I think there's a lot to admire about them. Uh, I've watched them play a few times, and... They're, they're, they're decent, but you get the sense that they have to play out their skins to get results. I, I, I think if Norwich are ever off it, you, you can very easily beat them. And um, you know they didn't strengthen the squad a hell of a lot in the summer. The the, the stuck with the players in the championship, and that is, and there's something to be said about that. But I, I do wonder if realistically they've got enough to stay in this division. And if you if you get at their defence. There's pictures being given around of, of Ben Godfrey wearing a leg brace this week, so it looks like Amadou, who's a defensive midfielder by trade, might have to fill in at centre half. Mm. Pookie's so, got that broken toe as well, so uh, has he? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it, I mean, he's, he's looking like he's going to play, play, but at but the he's, same time, he's, he's you know, he's not at hundred percent. Yeah. So, uh, and I think Tim Krull's always kind of got a rick in him as well. So if you get, as you say, get at him early, get it, get an early goal, maybe get. Two, three, kill it off. Jobs are good. Enough. Oh, two, three. That, that dream world. Rosie, do you feel? Uh, do you feel that um, Wolves should have enough, and the probably play the same side? Would you say that they played against Spurs? Yeah. Would you expect? Yeah, I can't see them going. I can't see them changing from mm-hmm. that. And I just, I'm expecting sort of a Bournemouth Mark two with the second half that we that we expected thrown in from Bournemouth. Okay, I really so see. So you think split some first half and then carry it on in the second. Yeah, yeah. I just see. I just they're gonna be hurting. They were hurting. Connor Cody was hurting from the Tottenham defeat because they didn't deserve that. Mm-hmm. And I think a Nuno side, we're gonna see a response, and that I think is gonna be just playing the way that they were playing against Tottenham. And if they play that way against Norwich, they'll blow them away. So that's that's for me. I just see it as simple. Finish Unless it. they don't turn up. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like we've had two days off. We don't work like this. We had two days off. We don't know what to do. Well, just not. give us one day off in 21 days if you want us to fully function. Don't give us two days off. That's the only way I can sort of see it going a bit pear-shaped is that they've not had the intensive schedule. I don't know why. Sometimes yeah, you find that, doesn't it? A change in routine mm. where suddenly it's like, hold on, you know, you need them doing like star jumps on those Monday and Tuesday just in like a, an ice machine or whatever they do. You know, those fancy like rehab. Oh, I, I do hope they turn up. I might not turn up. I might be, I might be eaten by a demigorgon. Uh, that's Stranger Things reference there. Oh, you sad person. Uh, oh. Can we have a shout out as well to the Wolves medical team? No, you can't. Please, no. who no, are go on, doing... Go on, go ahead. Yeah, just a shout out to the Wolves medical team who have been running 
10k a day to raise 10k for cure leukemia mm. um, so yeah they, they're so far I think it's it's the 19th today isn't it mm-hmm. I'm just checking my uh, date or it's is the it the 19th today but it'll be coming out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. they're 19 days into it they're going to be running on Christmas day they're also going to be you know running in this schedule you know before Liverpool before Man City yeah, all tough. this sort of stuff and they've asked for people to join in for the New Year's Eve run and join them on the New Year's Eve run which you can find on the Just Giving page and Wolves Sports Science Department yeah, I'm on sure you can Twitter. Tweet, tweet that yeah. out later on. I'll tweet that. Giving. I've tweeted out a link mm-hmm. to it. I did a story on it yesterday. Just um, give all you can to help them guys because it's just a great, great sort of event for them and great on them to be doing it with the hectic schedule because they're all sort of first team staff. So it's great on them. A great cause, obviously. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, right, let's finish off with um, Norwich City. Again, to all of them, to do our predictions, please. Uh, I'll go first, finish off with Joe, and then Rosie, last word. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say there's goals in this game. I'm going to say it's going to be an absolute humdinger. I'm going to say it's going to be Norwich City 2, mm. Wolverhampton Wanderers 3. 3-1 three, Wolves, I'm thinking. Pull away, 3, and then maybe late Norwich goal, consolation. Rosie? 3 um, 1 again. I'm going to go. 3 1. 3 1 Wolves? Yeah. 1 3. Uh, great. Enjoyed it. It's all run a little bit over this week, but it's a, it's a long trip to, to Norwich, so you've got plenty of time to listen to it. Um, have a good one. We shall see you next week. I think we're going to be um, uh, recording on Monday. I'll be close ahead of the Christmas schedule. But from me, from Joe, from Rosie, have a great weekend. Fingers crossed, three points. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>